I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. Thank you guys so much for being here. It is August 28th. It's a Monday, 2023. Well, guys, this is the world you live in. Thank you guys so much for being here. I know I was not here Friday. Uh, I had traveled Thursday night to Vegas. My plane got a little bit delayed, so I was in there at uh, oh dark 30. It was uh, probably closer to 11, after 11 before the plane landed. And by the time I got my stuff and got out of there, it was obviously later than that. But ended up uh, spending like the like entire evening uh, down in the lobby. Uh, was able to. Enter, I just you know walked in. There was a lot of people there. A lot of Patriots already in the in the Trump, Trump Tower lobby. Uh, was able to do a lot of really great conversations there, and ended up spending a lot of time down there to the point where I think I only got about two or three hours of sleep that night. And uh, then <clears throat> as we continue to go on, the the, uh, the event uh, kept going and going anyway, so it was crazy. So, um, uh, let's see here. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, let's see. Uh, I am live now. Uh, the guest I was having on today uh, is now discussing with me whether they're, <laughs> I don't know, anyway, uh, that's how that goes sometimes. But uh, she's, uh, hopefully she'll jump on here and we'll be able to talk about what's going on with her January 6th case. Anyway, uh, got to, got there and uh, got the next day and went to the event. And the event was actually, you know, it was, there was a lot of money spent, a lot of infrastructure things. Um uh, uh, well, now, wait, uh, wait for a minute, Click. okay, all right, looks like we have, uh, Kirsten is coming in here, I think I'm selling her, saying her name correctly, and, uh, we'll get her brought in here so that we can see her, and see him. Say him, her. Is it a her or him? <laughs> All right. Are you there? I don't have any volume yep. on you. Oh, there we go. Can okay. you see me? Yeah, yeah. So, um... And yes, I'm a woman. Okay. Well, I was... I would see, the problem was I was thrown off, one, because you had your sunglasses on, but also I started to second-guess whether I said the name accurately or not. <laughs> so work with me a little bit on that it's one. Kirsten. Kirsten. Okay, that's what I said first, but then I was like, did I do this wrong? Anyway, I got you there on the main screen, so it's good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, let me tune in my part here, and so I can get in, in the show with you. And there we go. All right, so good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, can you describe to us what's going on in your case, and so we can better understand what's going on? You are a J6er, correct? Yes. Okay, and? So I... Didn't take the plea deal. I've been fighting like hell. Oh, looks like your uh, phone is not going to cooperate with you. I, I got your uh, your image and everything is frozen out. All right, we'll have to see if we can try this again and uh, get that started up again so we can bring her in there. So anyway. I apologize about the identity thing. I don't. I just. I second guess myself about everybody's name, and you know that, guys, because that's how I do it. So, um, anyway, that was a little embarrassing for me. I apologize. I hope I did not embarrass her. Um, let me get this tuned back up here. I don't know why my Zoom is not acting right. So let's see if we can get her back on, and we'll get going from there. Uh, I know I'm still off to the side. Let me fix that as well. There we go. Boom. All right. Well, anyway, so um, this is a this is a issue. So anyway, we got uh, so we went down to the event center, and let's, we'll just have to watch for her to come back in. So um, anyway, went down to the event center. The event center it was oh it was already in the nineties. First thing in the morning, got down there, and the air conditioning uh, was actually not set up properly. Uh, it was actually set up to where the return air and the um, exhausts were exactly in the same spot, so it was coming out cold and going back cold and going out cold and coming back cold. But there was the whole rest of the tent. 
And those things were really, really tough to deal with because a lot of people were sitting in suits. A lot of people were sitting in dresses and, and fancy clothes and all that. Then you had all the electronic equipment. This was just in the back of the, the media room. That wasn't in the main art, uh, main part. So um, anyway, as we went through all that, uh, the day it was, I got in there, I got uh, three or four, I got interviewed uh, three or four different times on a bunch of different shows. And it just got, it got overwhelming. And then, uh, as we continued to uh, go throughout the day, it was like it was getting it was getting hotter and hotter. And uh, so I ended up uh, through the end of the day, went back to the hotel. And I tell you what, I had as many great conversations at the hotel as I had at the event, and was able to see all those things going on and and the magic going on behind the scenes. It was actually really great. On sun on Saturday, uh, Roseanne Barr and others were speaking. But, uh, you know, when, you, when you're at the Trump Tower, you know, Don Jr. and um, Kim Guilfoyle and Roger Stone and other people like that, they just walk through the lobby as if they're just an ag- a regular person, which is really nice because then they makes them very approachable. And uh, so anyway, as we go through this thing about just like these people are just people. Uh, you got, we put them on a pedestal a lot of times because they have the ability to affect things. But we have to be careful that we understand they are just people as well. So anyway, uh, going on Saturday at the event, uh, Kirsten is going to be coming back here. And um, uh, she'll be talking about her January 6th stuff. But on Saturday, or on Friday, the city called on the event. Now, the city was fully involved in renting out the, the public park where we had the the tent set up in a public park in a public parking place with parking a public parking with on on a public land. Okay, so we're get a public permit to put up a tent on public property where there's a public parking lot on this property. It's all public land, and on Friday the the North Vegas city called the local tow trucks and started having all of the cars towed out of the parking lot. They got over two hundred cars towed in that short amount of time and so the average what i understand what was i was told is the average was three hundred dollars or more for each car so i mean just we'll do the simple math right so that's a sixty thousand dollar swing right there okay here she is kirsten kirsten's coming back here and we'll get her back in so okay uh i think we got you kirsten are you there I think we got you now. I got your image, but I don't have your volume. Are you there? Try again. I'm still waiting on the volume part. We got you. I got your. I got your volume, but are you? I gotta get. Are you? Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. There we go. Can you hear me? There we go. Now we got you. All right. So, okay. So January six. Um, you're January sixer, right? Make sure I got the story right. Oh, I think we lost you again. I got you locked up. Oh, there we go. But they don't want you to talk to me yes. today. I'm t- <laughs> They've been giving me issues all day. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Now we got your stream back. Okay. Um, all right. So you're a January 6th, correct? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to let you just tell your story so I don't have to interrupt and, and keep going. But you go for it. You got... You got uh, 45 minutes, so go. <laughs> so it's yours to fill in. <laughs> so go for it. So, um, you know, I was never into politics. I actually never voted before Trump ran the first time. Um, but I felt a need to stand up, get involved, educate myself more. I mean, I always knew the corruption and, you know, I was a, I was a target for them being, you know, a more masculine lesbian, you know, life has not been easy for me at all. Uh, it wasn't until the whole LGBTQ nine genders, you know, took off in this country that now all of a sudden it's a whole different world we're living in and everybody's accepted. That's not how I grew up. Yeah. So, um, I think the corruption really started when I was wrongfully persecuted. Um, then my two nephews seeing the child trafficking and, all the things that have gone on at the hands of the federal government, DCYF. So I got involved and Trump was that president that 
you know, brought light to human trafficking more than any other president. Um, you know, I was flag waving, rallying, doing convoys. And then I felt the calling to go to January 6th. And it was honestly the most patriotic, peaceful event I've ever been to until the absolute entrapment and chaos of actually going to the Capitol. Um, so I went in. I did not touch anything. I walked through the red ropes. They don't even have me chanting. I didn't have a flagpole. I didn't have anything in my hands. I didn't touch anything, break anything, steal anything. And I have the four basic misdemeanors, uh, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and demonstrating, parading, and picketing. And I was wrongfully convicted in D.C. Of course, it was not a jury of my peers. My own uh, defense attorneys worked against me. Um, they striked the wrong jurors on top of that. My trial was rushed because Judge Cooper had vacation at the end of the week. Um, there was just so many things wrong with my case, uh, just like many other J6ers. Yeah. So I was convicted on all four counts. And I was sentenced to 11 months in federal prison in a medium security facility. Wow. So uh, when does that start for you? I leave tomorrow. And so do you happen, I mean, I mean, you're probably an average human being. You happen to have family, pets, a home, items, yep. things. Of so nature. I have a full-time job. I have a truck. And I have um, two dogs and a house. Wow. So how are you going to be able to, to facilitate all that if they've got you locked up? I mean, obviously, they're going to give you money and make sure your bills are all paid, or are they just telling you to no, screw you? No, absolutely not. Um, you know, I've been making my own cards to hand out um, that I try to hand out everywhere I go with, you know, some of my interviews that I've done. I made QR codes for them and also my gifts and go. And, you know, I've been trying to get out there in the public, explain, you know, tell my story and hopefully, you know, the American people can come through for me and donate and at least. Hey, so uh, before we lose your audio all the way, because they're really screwing with you here, what's the give, send, go? Can I, I'm going to put it on my messaging right here. So what's the give, send, go? It's give, send, go forward slash free Kirsten, K-I-R-S-T-Y-N. Okay, do the, spell it one more time, real K-I-R-S-T-Y-N. Okay, free Kirsten. Uh, and then what else? That's it. That's it? Okay. So, yep. uh, and then that's, uh, uh, how is, Gun are, is GoFund, GoFundMe, are they leaving that up for you? Or are they screwing with you on your monetization, monetization is all? Are they, are they messing with you? Is it Gifts and Go so or GoFundMe? It's Gifts and Go. Okay. Okay. That, oh, no, those are good guys. So, never mind. I, I know the answer on yeah. that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gifts and Go. And then that's going to be slash... Yes, and go slash free kitchen. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. Got that out there. Sorry. I just want to make sure because I didn't, I get, you know, if I'm typing, I'll screw it up and all that good stuff. All right. So you leave tomorrow. What other, what are the things you have to take care of when you leave for tomorrow? I mean, is your job going to let you have your job back when you get back? Um, what happens to you? I mean, who's going to pay your bills? What, what are the things? Cause here's the, this is the unintended consequences. Yes. You're going to lose time, lose time of your life. Yes. You have already lost time in your life. But you have all these other costs that continue to go on while they're paying thirty and forty thousand dollars a year to keep you in jail. Uh, how I mean, there's going to be a lot of things. Who's going to take care of that for you while you're gone? Um, I have some good friends and also my mother that uh, will be taking care of things for me. Now think about not that. paying my bills, but right. they'll be you know they have access to my gifts and go and I don't know. Just try to rally up. They're going to try and do some fundraisers. I mean, 
none of them are really in a position, you know, to pay my bills while I'm gone. So right. the best thing I can do is sell my truck and hope that when I get out, I can figure out how to get another vehicle, you know, it's, yeah. but it's my dogs, you know, that I care most about. Um, you know, I've had them since they were six weeks old. One of them's 10, you know, has some health issues. I worry about that. You know, I, I also missed the first birth of my nephew. Um, and now I'm going to miss the second because my sister is pregnant and due in December. Wow. So there's a lot of things that I've already lost before walking into 11 months in prison. Right. And, um, now, are they I don't know. Let Somebody's going to um, pay for it when I get out. Are they going to let you that. do any time serve or good time serve on this? Or are they just going to do a flat 11 on you? I don't know. I've been given mixed things. Supposedly, I don't qualify for this first step act because it's not 12 months. It's 11 months. Uh, I've been told I can get good behavior. Then I've been told I can't. I, I don't know. You can't get any straight answers from all the corrupt people. Well, it sounds to me like an awful lot like bureaucracy is putting their finger on the scale of justice here because in reality, if the laws are already set in place and the, and the systems are set in place, the answer should be easy for you to figure out. So they would be able to say, oh, right. yeah, okay, 11 months, you'll do, you'll do three and a half, um, they'll make you pay an extra fine to leave early, blah, 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 Bob's your uncle, right? And so that's real easy that way. But the sad part of it is what you just said there shows that bureaucracy has the ability to manipulate that time. And here's a problem, though, Christian. What happens if you get in a fight while you're in there? What happens if you don't obey a guard? What happens if uh, you break one of their rules or there's contraband and then all of a sudden your time gets extended? Who, you know, who's going to justify or go in there and defend you for those things? Exactly. And that's honestly my biggest fear of walking through those doors. Now, where do you have to report? Now, you said it's a minimum security place, but where would that be? Where is it close to your home? No, it's actually a medium security and it's violent offenders and it's one of it's the highest women facility in the United States besides there's only one maximum for women. So I am in there with violent offenders. Wow. So, or misdemeanor nonviolent charges. Are they paying for you, you to, to get to where this prison at? Where, by the way, I don't know where, where's the prison at? Is it? It's 584 miles from my home. Wow. In West Virginia. And so, I live in New Hampshire. And no, they are not paying for it. They've expected me to travel to D.C., West Virginia, here, there, and everywhere on my own dime. So when they let you out in 11 months from now, which is next July, uh, Again, you have to find a ride home. You have to get your stuff put together. You have to, and so again, another ancillary cost, one more little. Now, is there probation after this or just 11 months? Oh, there's probation. Wow. How long does that go for? A whole, a whole nother year. Mind you, I've already been on federal probation, drug tested, red flagged at the airline, travel restricted wow. for a year, for over a year and a half. And that doesn't count for anything. Really? Yep. Even though it's the same exact, see, that's papers. You're on papers. If you're on probation, if you're reporting, that's called being on papers. That 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 should absolutely be that. So do you have the ability to appeal to this at all? Is there anything you can do that makes this go away? Or like. So I am, I am appealing, but, uh, you know, the issue is putting me behind bars makes my appeal 10 times harder. Right. And whereas I don't have a lawyer, it's already 10 times harder. Right. Wow. So I'm trying to do all this on my own, and now I guess I'm going to be doing it from behind prison walls. Well, do you do you think that uh, what they're doing is is? Uh, I mean, obviously it's a rhetorical question, but do you feel that the crime is fit is fitting of the sentence? I mean, do you feel like that this is an unjust you know sentence, or do you think that this is you know maybe you're just not accepting their their uh, the penalties? Does that make sense to you? No. So you know. I've done my research even on just other January Sixers and um, I'm definitely being targeted. I mean, there's other J Sixers that had double the amount of points. They were in the Capitol for longer than me. They had interactions with police. Mm -hmm. They had weapons and they got less time than I did. Wow. I've done my research comparing, you know, the judge went off the record and watched a podcast that I did. And I wore a T-shirt that said, end the silence, save the children. 
He told me in my sentencing that I needed to be punished harsher because I am out of touch with the reality and spreading false conspiracies of children being trafficked. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. And my judge is also the judge that did the Sussman trial. So I'm sorry. In a real world, that's a conflict of interest. But so and he so he and lectured he you once from the bench dated about ch- what was that? children. He lectured you from the bench about child trafficking. Yes. I, I, could, my I, could refute, I could refute anything he has to say about child trafficking. Our own government says there's a million kids go missing every single year in our own country. They track a million missing kids every year, year after year. So he says there's no child trafficking. There's nothing. All of our kids are safe. This guy well, lives you know, in he likes, land. So he likes to somewhat word it as, um, you know, to, to try and make himself look better that I'm spreading false conspiracies of, um, elite politicians trafficking children, which I'm sorry, how many politicians have been arrested? Yeah. Well, think about There's this. Quite a it's list. almost it's quite almost a, a confession by him saying, "Well, you can't talk about elites being, you know, trafficking kids." It's like I didn't say elites. You said elites. You follow what I'm saying there? Like, is that guilty? Well, yeah, much? because. You know, he goes into the whole QAnon. Oh, you're a QAnon conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they like to put their own opinions in. They know nothing about nothing. And they think that they can sentence you on personal beliefs and actually not the crime. Right. Well, Which again, they're getting away with. It, so. that's, a, that's a miscarriage of justice. And we know that we are living in, in uh, times where, obviously, you know, Trump can be arrested for... Uh, asking for 11,000 votes, which I have said now countless times on air, on different shows, on different networks. So I'm waiting for Georgia to charge me with conspiracy uh, to commit fraud in an election. So I don't know. One of these days, I'm sure I'll get picked up as well. Uh, This is crazy that we're not allowed to have certain conversations. Let's say say you are factually inaccurate. There's no child trafficking of anything. What is wrong with saying we shouldn't have child trafficking? is just in the general statement of saying, let's not child traffic. How about yep. that? Is that the bridge too far for you? And But you to, for him to throw the word elite in there really shows me some guilty conscience, a little Freudian slip, if I would, if you would say there, for me. So this is a situation. Well, I mean, his, his wife is tied to the Clintons, and then you got uh, Trump's judge who's tied to Hunter Biden. I mean, these people should not be sitting on a bench, period. So he was covering, he was covering, well, probably what it was is that right before he left, you know, the op- or left to go to the office that morning to sentence you, the wife probably gave him one little more. Now, remember, you tell that lesbian that she's not to talk about the elites because, you know, I mean, I, you know what I'm talking about, right? The pillow talk oh, yeah. effect, right? You know, and like I said, that seems a little too Freudian to kind of slip the word elite in there when no, it's like, Who's talking about elites, bro? Just saying, hey, let's save the kids. Like, hey, let's save the trees. I mean, come on. You know, you have to argue with me about whether kids should be saved or not? I don't know. Yep. Uh, and I and I was on stage with, uh, you know, we did the event with the Underground Railroad a couple weeks ago in, De- in Detroit with uh, Tim Ballard and, and uh, Jim Caviezel. And I'm going to let you know the the stories that I heard from those guys and I, was, and I did a panel with a couple of the guys that work within the system and have actually testified and Done all these things, man. And uh, what arrogance of that judge to act like if somehow that doesn't exist. But I, I mean, I've, I've seen it. I experienced it. I know what this is go. I know what this is about. And it's like for that guy to do that, that's an insult to everybody who has ever been victimized. Oh yeah. And you know, I live in New Hampshire, which is where Justine Maxwell was arrested. Right. Yeah. That's... So, you know, there's, there's so much. <laughs> With all these people that uh, you want to call them elite, fine. Some of them, a lot of them are politicians, and a lot of them are rich and Hollywood and judges and congressmen that think, you know, they're untouchable because the Satan worshipers are running the country right now. Well, it looks to me like uh, he's running interference for the elite, right? I mean, if you think about it in that way, isn't that – is it him by – Throwing shade on you and and then calling them elite like he's giving them a label of up you know being better than the rest of us, but then for him to deny that it exists, I mean, isn't that doesn't making him a co-conspirator in the same crimes? I mean, not asking, I'm not asking you as an attorney, but just asking you as a person that like 
is looking at this. That sounds a little bit co-conspiracy to me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Right. The things that they're allowed to say. I mean, he told it was the same judge for my co-defendant. Mind you, the guy has no criminal record, three children and a wife and a pregnant wife at that. And he told Judge Cooper told him at his sentencing that he was white privileged for being able to keep his job. What? Yeah. Oh, man. And gave him 20 months in prison. He misses the birth of his child now just so these people can get. I don't know, a pound of flesh. Yeah, well, it's all about it. Yeah, it's all about the sacrificial stuff out in front of the world. Um, when you say co-conspirator, how is it that he's a co-conspirator, but then the rest of the thousand or so people going through the system are not also your co-conspirator? I mean, because we were, we were together. Oh, come on. Everybody was together. I mean, you know, arm distance away. What's, what's the rule on together, right? Because you were traveling together does that mean together or does it mean you know what i'm saying like that's the sad part of this is that when you're looking for anything the state of kansas says that if you have a um a clay pot pottering soil and a grow light that that's a grow operation for cannabis but you know or you could just be growing tomato plants in your house i mean whatever you know what do i know but that's our that's the government we pay for this is the system that we're all asking for justice from and it's actually really insulting to and think. that and then you go to Oregon where mushrooms, cocaine, uh, everything's legal. Right. Well, and the, and the sad part of it is we've demonized all the wrong things. And then when they, they go the other direction, then we fight to keep what the system that they put in. And now we're fighting each other because all they did was say, hey, don't do this. And so a bunch of people said, yeah, don't do this. And then they said, okay, you can do it. And then these people are like, what? You're doing it. And then it's a we're useful idiots. I, I feel like we've gone out there and we've, we've created our own problems, and our own dramas. Um, hey, how does, I mean, how does your mom feel about this? What, I mean, honestly, tell me how she's doing. What's, how's your mom going through all this? Uh, she's done pretty well up until today. Cause she like, she, she's like, I don't know. I just, I have a feeling something's going to happen. Look at everything that's come out. Like there's gotta be justice, you know? Uh, so I think she's been pushing off the reality of it. Yeah. Today it's been hitting her and uh, she's not, she's not going to handle it well. I mean, I'm her baby girl. So. Right. Right. Well, and a, a parent, I love a parent, the parents love, I mean, it supersedes laws and, and all that other stuff. So I could see how, you know, you know, I protected my son in, in situations and I'm sure that she would love to do the same thing for you. Uh, as you go through all this stuff, uh, have you found that there are people that you thought were friends that are not your friends and people that oh, yeah. didn't know were your friends are your friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, my co-defendant being one of them, uh, not the one I just spoke of. Right. But uh, the other one that I went there with and was there protecting, she turned against me. Um, what? And that was a real, oh, yeah, that was a real kicker. And then, I don't know. Once it came out on the news and I got arrested and all these lies about me that I broke a window, that I'm a member of the Proud Boys. I lost my job originally because the people I was working for worked for the government and couldn't have me in their house because, you know, I was a domestic terrorist. Wow. Uh, I don't speak to most of my family and I lost a lot of friends. And I'll say I lost every gay friend I had. Really? Except for one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, I, I mean, because yep. I have family members that were gay and a lesbian, and I, I grew up in the that I grew up in that entire thing, so I saw both sides and all those things. And the sad part of it is, is that as much as it's a fragile community it is, you would think that in times like this they would circle the wagons, but I guess uh, they are now politically bent. Like, that doesn't make sense yep. if you actually know the original gay rights movement or lesbian movement what they wanted was, you know, equal partnership and res- representation under, under the law, meaning that they can have insurance and buy things together uh, and also have the the, the uh, fortunate uh, experience of getting divorced. So congratulations for that. Um, but anyway, that's me being a little facetious. But the sad part of it is, is that, you know, they were always supposed to stick together. They're supposed to be, you know, kumbaya on it, right? But then all of a sudden, because you're not on the right side of politics, you no longer are friends. Is that how that works? Yeah, I mean, they're unfortunately, I mean, I do know some gay people that are Republicans, but right. unfortunately, a lot of them are so brainwashed and 
you know, they they lost track of the movement. You know, it's been hijacked by LGBTQ plus. I mean, I don't even know what the letters stand for anymore, to be honest. It's <laughs> right. it's absolutely ridiculous. I call it the alphabet mafia. Right. Um, you know, there's nine genders, pansexual, asexual. I mean, I don't even get it anymore. Right. Um, and then you unfortunately, they put pedophiles into the gay community. Yeah. And the whole minor attracted person and waving flags for them. And, you know, it's yeah, I don't know what happened. All I know is that people are severely brainwashed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've actually, you know, as a kid and as a young adult and all those things, I saw that stuff. But what I see today on the parades, on the the book reading stuff and all that. Um, this is no longer just a couple people saying, Hey, we want to have the, you know, the same rights or coverages under the law of being insured and honing property together. The things I've seen these individuals doing are nothing but them just being a bunch of sexual weirdos out on the street and people clapping for it. Um, it's just turned into a circus and I think it takes away from the value of what people wanted to have as a relationship has now turned into a bunch of weirdos tucking their junk back and, waving it at little kids. I just, I am, I, I am lost in it myself. So I, I don't have it. I mean, it, it makes me very mad. I think I feel like it's grooming. I feel like there's all these other abusive things in there, but because now it be, it's become the untouchable conversation because there's an acronym involved, I guess we can't say, Hey, stop being a bunch of weirdos and go live your life. Don't worry about what we're doing in our bedrooms. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I, I stopped going to gay pride. I haven't been to gay pride probably like seven years. I, uh, I can't support it. You know what the March used to be for Mm -hmm. is one thing, but now it's literally basically naked dudes and chicks with their penises hanging out, twerking in front of kids, being walked on dog leashes and insanity shit. And I say it all the time to people, you know, and of course I throw them for a loop, but you know, coming from a gay person, yeah, if, if straight people did half of what gay people do, they'd be in prison. Right. I said, and I'm sorry, this all the time. my pride flag is yeah. the American flag. You, you don't see me with a rainbow flag, you know, trans flag. I mean, straight people don't have flags. I mean, just cut it out with the nonsense. Right. Well, I make the comment, if I were to do any of the things that they were doing in a public park in front of kids, I was just some guy. They'd arrest my ass in a half second. But these guys go oh, yeah. out there and, and call it a, you know, they're, you know, whatever they are. I can't even, I can't figure it out either. And I'm pretty intelligent. And I'm like, man, your guys' math is like that common core shit where it's really suggestive. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And shame no. on them. If they want to have a movement, they want to have a way of doing things, I get it. You know, you want to you wanna move the needle because you want to create awareness. That's fine. Do your thing. But if you're going to come out and do all that other stuff, it, it takes away from your message. Uh, for you and your family, I do apologize that our country has done this. And I, I'm going to tell you, I have had to rewrite my mental history of how noble and amazing I thought my country was. And I've had to have that realization. I've been swatted twice. I've had SWAT team in my house. I know this stuff forwards and backwards. I've dealt with it personally. Um, they tried to leverage my son. They did all kinds of stuff. So when you're going through this, I know I know that feeling where you feel like, you know what, I'm tired of people labeling me. I'm tired of pushing people pushing on this and doing that. And, and, and then all of a sudden the people I thought were my friends, well, you know what? I mean, the sad part of it is I guess at least they didn't testify in open court. I mean, <laughs> it's like at least you just weren't my friend anymore, right? Because let's, let's, let's thank God that, right? Um, so as you go through this, what do you think your what do you think your future is going to be for you once you get done with eleven months of sitting around waiting to live your life? What's going to happen for you after that? Um, I'm going to be working really hard on some serious lawsuits, mm-hmm. um, clearing my name and being vindicated and the truth, exposing the truth. Yeah. Um. I'll continue to be an advocate, but just more intensely when I, because I'll have more time. I mean, right now I'm gun ho every single day, nonstop. Like you're my fourth interview today and I'm trying to make it to dinner on time. And I'm here, there and everywhere trying to write my own motions and be, be prose. So when all this is said and done, I'll have more time to do even 
more than I do on a daily basis to fight for children and freedom. And, you know, yeah. hopefully uh, we have Trump back and he'll keep his promise and pardon us. Well, one of the things that I will tell you, and I was a clean cut. I was a defense contractor. I was Mr. Clean, Mr. You know, did everything by the rules. I was a DOD contractor for almost two decades. So I had a very high level security clearance that, I knew how to keep their secret secret, so it was above what most people actually receive. And uh, now I've got long hair. Now I rail against the machine. Now I talk about it every day and everywhere in the grocery line, at the gas station, at the at, – I don't care. If I got a chance to say something about it, I'm going to say something about it. And I always – I think the easiest way for me is when I watch somebody push up against government – or there's some government rule or regulation or something that they can't get their simple tasks. And it's like, well, the government's here to help you, isn't it? Like, screw the government. And it's so easy to get people to start talking about that when you, when you can point out to them, like, hey, how's that government working for you? It's not. And I'm like, well, yeah, it really isn't, is it? And remember, you pay your taxes, too, because they need your money. And yeah. Or they'll just go borrow some more. So either way, you know. And uh, so for me, I'm this guy now. I'm the guy who... Drinks out of copper cups because I don't believe in but drinking out of plastic, and I have copper wire or copper wire around all my plants, and I've got you know I'm I'm drink you know I'm doing chromium picolinate and iodine, and I'm doing all this stuff for my body, and I'm getting my life back and my mind right, and all these things. And so, Chris, I'm gonna tell you, listen, there is another side to this. There is the other side of the hill, and you will not forget this experience. These emotions will always be with you, but how you respond defines you and how they have responded in this time defines them. So that judge and his little, you know, you, you, you conspiracist, you, uh, he defined himself, right? He decided, he showed you what side he was on and what he could be. So I'm telling you right now, I think you're a brave person. I could tell by the way that you're not taking this. And, I, and if you want to tell me that you haven't cried, I'm not going to believe you because I cried. Everybody cries. Not everybody's all tough guy. And we all get that moment. We're sitting there by ourselves and, Next thing you know, you're just blubbering, right? Because you know that's wrong. You know it's wrong. You know this This is not how we treat each other. This is not the definition of humanity. This is not what we signed up for. This is not what our country was to be. And, yes, thank you for saying your, your flag is your American pride flag. That is what we all should thank God and country first, and then we'll figure out the rest later. But once we... Let's get this America thing for, figured out, and then we can fight about what color you cherish, color of hair we're going to want to be or not be or what. But here's the thing. We're going to be so busy getting America right, well, we're not going to worry about all this other bullshit, right? That stuff does that takes a back seat because America is worth saving. And thank you for being brave right now. And like I said, you don't have, you don't have to – I mean, I get it. you got to get through this. But on the backside, you will be better. The backside, things are getting better. I'm – you know, I'm pretty out there, and I say a lot of crazy things here on the air, but I know that, uh, you know, it's all worth it. You'll be great. I want you to come back on the show. I expect you to be 11 months and one day from now because this is the one day. So I, I expect you to come back to the show, and I won't call you Kristen or Kristen or whatever and screw it all up for you in the beginning. I'll try, I'll try to remember. No promises. I'm a human being. But when you get out, I want to talk to you again. But I want to know where you're at, and I want to know what you're doing and where you're going out in the future on this. So thank you for being brave on this. I'm sorry your dogs are going to miss you. I know that that is a tough part of all this. And if anybody has had animals in their life, it sucks, right? We know that. Uh, but be brave if you need anything. And by the way, if you can call into the show, um, you know, maybe give us some updates from when you're inside or whatever, let me know. And we'll get you back on and say, hey, this is what we're doing, you know, um, Whatever. Well, just so your viewers know, I will be going to FCI Hazleton. You can look it up. You can look up my name on the uh, BOP inmate. Or you can go to the Patriot Mail Project. They have all my contact information. Perfect. So write to me. You know, if we can get Americans to stand out there peacefully and patriotically and show support for us J6ers outside the prison like they do in D.C., yeah. that'd be great. There's no reason why, out of all these Americans, there aren't people that can sacrifice time to wave a flag, hold a sign, and not let us be forgotten. 
Well, I will give you this, guys. Listen to me. Um, you guys need to make sure that you guys are sending J6ers uh, commissary money, uh, legal fund money. I know that I asked for money for the show, but I will tell you right now, um, commissary, uh, paper, pens, stamps, envelopes, peanut butter, bread, ramen. Uh, these are all like... You think it sounds like they're just eating trash, but it's really what it takes to keep people alive inside of there because the sanity is a uh, is a commodity, and a lot a lot of people have that sanity while they're in there. So then lose so your. Yeah, okay, please okay. stand up, support us, and uh, just realize that it's me today. It's going to be you tomorrow if you don't stand up. Uh, it was me years. It was me year uh, in 2016, 2018. So I've already kind of been through the system. I just got off probation last year, so I'm I'm with you on this stuff. It took three years to go to trial, and they didn't go to trial. It was plea bargained, and then the judge changed my sentencing to a felony. And yeah, so I'm I feel your pain. I'm I was right there. My 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 judge or my uh, my attorney uh, led me to the slaughter. Uh, told me I was going to get a misdemeanor, had me sign a piece of paper saying I was going to give away my rights to do this misdemeanor. And the judge goes, well, I got something special for you. So I got to go through all that. But anyway. Um, all right. So anything you want to give us before we uh, – we got about five, ten minutes here. What what do you got for us here at the end? What's the, What do you want to tell everybody out there? Well, um, you can help donate to my Give, Send, Go forward slash free Kirsten. You could also follow me on Twitter. It's Patriot, the number four, Truth, the number six. That's also my email. So Patriot for Truth six at proton.me. And I would just say, you know, it took a lot for me to be out here doing what I'm doing. You know, I think I've done 28 interviews now. You know, I'm actively speaking out, flag waving, educating people, standing up for children. Um, I would just encourage the American people that, you know, you may not be that affected by $4 a gallon gas right now. You may make enough money, but, you know, stop just going to work and acting like life is normal while, you know, thousands of us are being wrongfully persecuted and locked up. I but, mean, we're your neighbors. You know, Stop yeah, just going, going to work average Americans acting like life is normal while, you know, thousands of us are being wrongfully persecuted and locked up. Right. Sorry about that. I had an audio problem going on there. So keep going. You're going. You're fine. Sorry. <laughs> I was talking to the machine. Don't do that. Sorry. So, yeah, I would just, you know, encourage you to support us and realize that at one point or another, whether it was a bad divorce, a wrongful conviction, a wrong place, wrong time. I'm sure everybody can relate that you've been lied about. Things have been manipulated. And that's what they're doing to all of us January Sixers. Half the things you read are not even true, but they don't retract their story. Like you Google my name, it says I broke a window in the Capitol. I'm a proud boy. <laughs> First of all, I'm not a proud boy. Second of all, I'm not charged with breaking a window because I didn't break a window. But they don't care to fix their stories. So don't always believe what you read and hear. You know, go do your research. Get off social media. Go to stophate.com. Watch the videos that have been out for all this time that the mainstream media doesn't show you. It'll show you the cops waving people in, taking selfies, posing as Antifa, encouraging the crowd to commit a crime, supposedly. In the people's house, you cannot entice people and incite people to commit a crime and then charge them. It's entrapment. It doesn't matter how you slice it. And the American people need to be educated because it wasn't just Ashley Babbitt that died. It was Kevin Greeson, Benjamin Phillips, Roseanne Boylan. And we have had eight January Sixers commit suicide. And we have had 19 deaths related to January 6th. So just know that. We are not getting fair treatment. Terrorists, actual terrorists, are getting treated better than us. We've had bleach in our food, abused, beaten, denied any type of human rights, locked away in solitary confinement, some of them for upwards of seven plus months. I mean, denied food, medical. I mean, this is inhumane. And the American people need to know and you need to stand up. 
Well, and if we just look at our country, we always thought of ourselves as the shining light in the top of the hill. And if we incarcerate more people than the first top 10 countries in the world by percentages, then we are not the free and obviously awesome country that we thought we were. Because if they're willing to do that at that level, we got to be mindful that the, the enemy is outside of us and not inside of us. That Those guys out there, they'd rather, you know, they'd rather just kill you than deal with you, I'll be honest with you. And a lot of us are very lucky that that has not you know, happened already. As you go through this, like I said, I need I want you to make sure and update date us on these different things. I want you to make sure and keep a hold of what's going on and letting us know what's going on here. Um, like I said, and there's other J6ers out there that need their voice heard. Have them get on the show. Um, one of the, I was, you know, I was Trennis Evans' first interview. I was uh, have had Jeremy Brown on. In fact, I'm having him on. Uh, it's either I think I'm having him on Tuesday or Thursday this week. So he's going to be calling into the show. So there's guys out there that are obviously being affected, and women are being affected by this. Um, I miss the lady who had cancer, the elderly lady that went in. She has cancer that she's in prison right now. I missed her interview because she, we our schedules didn't work out. But I've I've tried to get as many J Sixers on as possible because it's absolutely necessary. It is. Yeah. And I appreciate everything you do. Oh no, thank you. I mean, I'm just and just be careful because there's also a lot of snakes in the January Six movement too, and. Us January 6th victims, unfortunately, have had to deal with that firsthand. You know, they pretend to raise money for you, refer you to a lawyer that robs you and lies to you, and they pretend to be your friends. Then they they don't want to put out articles. You know, it's just there's been a lot of snakes coming out of the woodworks and people that got awfully sweet, sweetheart deals that we didn't get. So makes you very questionable on what side they're really on. Well, and see, that's a sad part of it is, is that and it takes time, right? So you, you let certain people, like I've had certain people on my show that I can't have on the show anymore because time has proven that I can't. But yet at the same time, I try to give everybody a platform. So if you come on here and lie to me, well, that's on you. I was just giving you a solid platform to be somebody that, you know, could get a message out and be the right people. And that's a sad part of this. I know there's, I mean, I know people that are in this movement that are doing, supposedly some real great work and making two, $300,000 a month in donations. And they're not doing anything. I'm like, you're doing human trafficking. What? Like, what what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing? So anyway, uh, but that's the stuff that we gotta, we gotta push back on and there's evil in our hearts. Right. So they say in the Bible, every, you know, uh, the, the heart of a man is exceedingly wicked who shall know it. I don't know. I mean, have we not lived in times right now that shows that, People can be a real piece of shit, and this is what we yep. have to face back on. We have to push back on. So, uh, Kristen, thank you so much for being Kirsten. Is it Kirsten or Kristen? Kirsten. 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 Okay. All right. Sorry. I Hey, trust me. I put my name on my driver's license, so I remember who I am, too. So you're not the only one on the list. Um, all right. Uh, one, anything else you want to add before we get you out of here? Nope. You there? Did you anything else you want to add before we get you? I think anything? I'm good. Uh, just thank you. No, I'm good. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Well, thank you one more time. What's that? Give send go. Give send go forward slash free Kirsten K I R S T Y N. Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much, and have have fun at dinner. I mean, I know it's not much of a con- consolation, but uh, please get a hold of us and let us know how you're doing. Okay. All right. Thank you, and God bless America. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. All right, well, guys, that is our that's that's our country, and I had a quite of a day today on my show midday. I was going and railing against the machine that was actually doing the same thing about this as is everything else, from the lying of MK Ultra to Blue Beam to um, all these other things that we know that our government's doing, and then on top of that, we have a judicial system who has an identity problem, who can't be transparent, and obviously shows that they're using their emotions in the situation to dictate law and sentence people instead of actually using the law as a simple tool to make sure that our country is in a better place than they found it. Shame on them for being these type of people. And again, I know the situation. I've been through this system, and I see what they could do to you in your life. So, guys, don't be those people out there. Make sure we are the difference makers in this whole situation. I am just, like I said, very upset with my country and i wish that we had better answers in all this so thank you guys so much for being here Lindsay, good to see you leanne thank you so much for being here vince thank you for showing up buddy i appreciate you being a part of the jim price show and john candy over on cloud hub 
Thank you for being there as well. Guys, this whole situation that we're seeing with Trump, that we're seeing with our government, that we're seeing in the world stage with BRICS and other things like that, remember to keep your heart in the right place and make sure you're doing the right thing because at the end of the day, you know, if you're not drinking out of copper and you don't have your body, well, you're not going to be around for the fight anyway. you got to make sure they get all those things right. Make sure your heart's in the right place. We talk about this on the show all the time. Your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day, being better than you were the day before. Remember that. Carry that with you and be the difference makers out there. Remember the Constitution limits the government but never limits you. All state constitutions are reciprocal one to another, and they belong above the federal government. The federal government is subjugated to the state's. Understand your rights. Understand your laws. The the uh, Cedric, the super super the Supreme Court has said that the EPA has no authority over individual states. Remember that, guys. The Supreme Court is putting the Constitution in its place and where it should be, but people are not exercising that. They're not going after that. Remember, Roe versus Wade was a privacy act between a doctor and a patient, and what they do in the exam room. It did not legalize abortion. They took that privacy as their ability to do as they will without public notice. That is how they did it. They took a ruling and twisted it the way they wanted, and they started killing babies in the 70s, and we are not paying attention to it, and that is our job to be the right people. Um, all right, guys, if you guys have any questions or comments, don't forget to reach out to me, uh, Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com, Jim Price at thejimpriceshow.com, or just thejimpriceshow.com. Remember, guys, this is our time, and what an amazing time to be alive. This is, this, is a, this is the cool stuff, really. I know it's dangerous. I understand it can be devastating financially, emotionally, and physically, but hang in there. The fight is worth it. We will win in the end, and I've always said that, guys. All right, guys, remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less it to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. The world will be a far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win, I promise. I don't make promises I can't keep. You guys have always been the answer. Thank you for being here. Uh, and remember, donate to the show as often as possible and also help her out on her gifts and go. Free Kristen, Kirsten, uh, K-R-I. Oh, I already screwed it up. <laughs> I had it in the comments. I thought I could do it by memory. I didn't, I didn't do it right. So it's uh, give, send, go, slash, free, K-I-R-S-T-Y-N. Uh, remember, those things are important that she was talking about. Commissary. Making sure you got paper and envelopes and pencils and some ramen, some peanut butter, some crackers, something to feel like you have a little bit of normalcy, but also adding calories to your diet. Because I will tell you right now, um, this is going to be a problem for anybody in prison because they continue to take away rights and treat people like crap in there. I thought we were supposed to not do harm while we were having people incarcerated, but yet we find this happening every day. There should be no cruel and unusual punishment. By the way, if it's unusual to that individual, that is unusual. If it is cruel to that individual, it is cruel. It is not a generalized populist thing saying, well, you you committed a crime, so you don't get a bed. That's not how that works, folks. And by the way, your state and federal government have laws that says they cannot have more people on paper or incarceration than they have beds. But they violate that law every single day, day after day. The state level is around 300% overbooked, and the federal level is about 200% overbooked. So think about that. They're rushing people into this system, but yet they don't have beds for them. And we incarcerate more than any country on the earth. Should be mindful of those things. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.